Cast. Today we are doing the first episode of Adventure. Not quite yet. Although someone might die. Um, episode, or, um, I don't know what episode number it is, but we're in the 40s or 50s by now. Book 14. Book 14, the canopic being. A what? Canopic being. Like the jars? Like the canopic jars? They put your parts of your body in when they mummified you? Well, clearly you're not gay because you're in Egyptian history. I'm going to tell you all about Egyptian history. You might be into dinosaurs. <laughs> two. It's either Greek, Egyptian, dinosaurs. You're not into those three. What does it say about me that I was really into Norse stuff as a child? I was into that means you had a thing for Loki, and that was what that means. Greek and Norse was a second because you had to know some Norse mythology if you knew Greek mythology. That's true. We're all Norse so, here is what we just figured um, I think we should start out with a recapitation. Our lovely Naya. Well, our last adventure was harrowing. A bunch of monks took Naya hostage in order to get a book from Candlekeep. Our intrepid bookkeepers would not give them such a book. They created a decoy and traveled into the forest and saved her. Killed everyone. Everyone. <laughs> so, um. Anakin Skywalker. All of them. All, <laughs> all of the women, everyone. The children. We order 66 this, uh. <laughs> sure, did. one could say. No. Too soon. Um. So, we, um, had returned Maya's paramour, Smith Weston. Smith West <laughs> had fled Candlekeep and had sacked her room, but everybody got back okay. <laughs> Recapitated. <laughs> right. Oh, we also met Henri. Oh, right. We picked yeah. up a stray. Yeah, that was two sessions ago, actually. Mm -hmm. But I joined the group, so that was fun. Unofficially, officially. Mm -hmm. All I wanted to say about it being too soon was that that happened a long time ago in a galaxy see, far, yeah. far away. Not Star Wars out today, too. Disadvantage, disadvantage. I'm disadvantage. Um, Why does this always happen to me? Because I'm the lock for six seconds. <laughs> You'd be amazed what you can achieve in six seconds. That's what she's. That's what she just said. So I think we had established that it's been about nine months since the last adventure. Mm -hmm. um, who would like to start us off with what's been going on in these past nine months? <laughs> well, Naya, after recovering from the ordeal, um, immediately started traveling around looking for Smith. She would not tell you what he took, but she definitely seemed like she knew what it was. Um, so she traveled for several months trying to find him. She was unable to um, track him down. And so then she spent several months training because she's pretty upset <laughs> about it. Um, but she's been in regular letter contact and has recently returned to Candlekeep again. 
um, to hopefully get back into the swing of things. I know me, Paige, and Henry had ridden out to kind of try and hunt him down while Nia was recovering. Not but sure. somebody had said that we never found him, so... Yeah. Um, so, but I feel like we bonded a lot. I mean, I need their per- permission, but oh, I feel yeah. like the three of us got like real close on yeah. the road hunting down. So. <laughs> sure. You and I already had yeah. that father-son connection, mm-hmm. and Henry just kind of fit in superbly. And then when he comes back, he sees Pia, and he realizes he no longer loves her. <laughs> He's writing your backstory for him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I was happy to see Kiro when I got back from my... I'm going to say we did it for like two months, maybe? No. Just because it takes a while to get everywhere. <laughs> um, not when you have teleportation. Oh, I guess it's true, huh? I guess we came back every weekend, then? <laughs> <laughs> I forget that you can do that now. <laughs> High level is weird. Magic is cool. <laughs> we're almost at the level that we were at for that one shot. Yeah, almost. But uh, but yeah, beyond that, like um, uh, after like, like maybe like a month before this adventure begins, I give Henry her cloak, her bookkeeper's cloak. Um, uh. I don't want to spend money on it, but can I also say I made one for Laszlo? Just like, just just so he also has one, even though he doesn't go on adventures on this with us anymore. We're both for the mine for you guys. Oh, the mine. <laughs> Two parts. Oh, really? This is five months. So <laughs> you can mine room. Sixteen plus seven. But yeah, I mean, other than that, we're just plugging along. Like, I don't think there's any, like, weird developments. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three month check-in. Go see bros. <laughs> For real, go see bros. <laughs> the other gay in the room hasn't seen it yet. For shame! Oh, good. Even if you don't like... Uh, never mind. We don't have to get into Billy Eichner. Even if you don't like I Billy Eichner, still go yeah. see it. It's fantastic. Still, yeah. <laughs> 65 platinum. Again, I'm not going to spend that on last little clip. That's fine. <laughs> he probably already has one and just has you just yeah. put the crest or whatever on there. And we're just saying we all get it, even that's though cool. technically you and I would not get it. <laughs> and then I'm just, you know, enjoying my retirement, you know, going to brunches, working on my little projects. Minting that retirement. Yeah. Um, maybe I started doing really bad art that <laughs> all of my friends say is good. <laughs> First of all, I love it. The way that you captured her face is so... Her. Distinct. <laughs> <laughs> well, Very the programs were printed on such nice paper. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting was excellent. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of boulders. <laughs> Very thoughtful insightful. With like weird names. <laughs> the font is adequate. I was worried that the font wasn't added. (laughs) And then I think after I've done being retired for like a year and six months and things with me and culture haven't like, 
Okay, so I, me and Colter have both been in marriages for a long time. Eventually, you hit this like stride where like years go by, <laughs> but you're happy. It's not like a, a bad slump. It's just like we're steady. Yeah, and in that time, I think I start getting more and more like every day showing up at the hearth and being like, so. What you doing with the menu? It's been kind of static lately. <laughs> You're getting bored with your new time. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirill's not always there. Yeah. Because, like, Kirill still is working, so... Well, we decided that I'd go with you on the... Oh, okay. I'm retired now. <laughs> but in between, he's like, so, the hearth is looking great. Uh, I haven't gotten new tablecloths in a while. <laughs> oh. But not in a mean way. Love you, buddy. In his bed In a retired way. Yeah. Get like little notes from Paige that are like, "Can you please distract this man?" <laughs> are you just letting him run rampant for the third day in the row? <laughs> the reports have to be filed in triplicate, and it takes Carol. I've known you too long. You're enjoying this break. He's now on my plate. Literally, he is judging my plates. Do you guys just not see the state of the blueberry bushes? Do you just not? Do you not see it? <laughs> The reports have to be filed in triplicate. You're showing me how to Paige, chop come here. Paige, like, Paige, Paige, come here. Look at this bush. <laughs> anyway, I've, I've been told three times in the last week about the bushes. It's your turn. What, what, what's wrong with these bushes? You can't tell. Oh, no, I just I wanted to make sure I was right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see, blueberry bushes are very temperamental. <laughs> that evening over dinner, I tell Ben Lynn, um that, I, you know, I think it would be good for you um, to perhaps take up a hobby. Maybe Oh, I have my heart. <laughs> Maybe gardening. Well, I mean, that feels like a job. I mean, that's what I've done my whole life. You, mean, you don't enjoy it? No, I, I, I mean, I'm never happier than when I'm in the garden. You know that, Carol. But now you're not growing for a menu, you can grow whatever you want. You could finally make that peach tamarind hybrid you've always thought of. I don't know about tamarind. That was youth. <laughs> Maybe like peach apricot, something closer. But that's what you want. Peach. Peach, a plot in the garden, maybe? Yes, absolutely. I think I want to try growing without the magic. There's plenty of room in the court of air. I could put up like a little, just like, you know, like <laughs> not have magical, constant good weather, like challenge myself. Yes, that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Excellent. I don't want this to be the Benlin show. Somebody <laughs> <help you. laughs> Girl has also been telling Benlin how much he loves every single piece of artwork. Because for one, he does because Benlin made them. And that is like, no matter how terrible they are, Carol will love them because they were made by Benlin. Um, but also so that they can keep all of them in their rooms. Yeah. <laughs> this is just too intimate for the people to see right now. It's it's like, it's a rock. <laughs> the emotion of the rock. But it's a rock that I found and then polished and... <laughs> I tumbled it six times. I stone-shaped it. He got into all of the um, quarantine like hobbies. Mm-hmm. It was like tumbling rocks. Already with baking bread, <laughs> like knitting, knitting. Because I made all the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Once you were done with the clothes, you're like, and I'm bored again. I got into jewelry making. <laughs> I've had a lot of hobbies. 
<laughs> he might even try and build a computer at some point. <laughs> Is that like building like a magic item or something? Does that mean you just? I mean, if we're going through? three body problem, you can build a computer out of people. Well, I mean, like the professor orb exists, yeah, which is basically a computer. The professor orb. It was an NPC in um, Frost Maiden. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Well, and eventually, well, and and eventually, Kirill and Vivi do go there and meet. Yes, it. and we so do meet the professor orb later. When you come back, you tell Benlin about it. Like, I'll make you one. <laughs> I don't learn glass blowing to do it. <laughs> or aka the head from God of War. Um, okay. Um so Paige, after getting back, having some a party member basically abducted and stolen, then going on a blood hunt for months. Months. Uh gets back, realizes that uh he never told Pia about any of this. Uh, he was wrapped up in the moment, had to sit down and was like, hey, so one of us got stolen, almost killed, then we went on a manhunt for this person that we blamed, uh, and he did not take so kindly to that. Yeah, roll for how charming you were. <laughs> You're not the DM right now. <laughs> oh, wow. And maybe suggested Paige just stop doing this, and naturally Paige... Said no. She gave you you an ultimatum. She made a strong suggestion in her tabaxi ride that Paige should probably self-persevere. And Paige had to explain several times that he was shaking hands with death, but it was all worth it because he was with his family. And so they also, had, does she not realize that her freedom and not being a slave is because of that adventuring? <laughs> oh, Kate brought that up, and that was a very bad call. Very bad call. <laughs> but Lynn at dinner that night is like, does she not think? <laughs> oh, I brought it up. It was a very bad call. <laughs> I, I brought it up. I shed a few, shed a few hairballs that night. It's uh, okay. We had an Uber carriage waiting for her. <laughs> Carol and Naya like looking, giving each other sideways glances across the table. <laughs> it's fine. Naya's here. She survived. Just survived is the bare minimum. Yeah. So uh, Pia is no longer around. He is back at the Pride, and is happy being there in her the life. Oh no, Paige, are you okay? Yeah, more okay than I thought. All right, so you're, yeah. you're doing all right with it. Yeah, no, I will really Pia, obviously. You yeah. know, I kind of missed the companionship for a little bit, but really, going off and adventuring, and then looking after the hearth, and you know, the the murder hunt, uh, man hunt, was yeah. not fruitful, but a good a good time, and uh, yeah, I don't find myself missing her as like, one probably should have. Yeah, sure. You, that's an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was your like first. Her. Yeah, she was your first major romance. But you know what about there? Does the first have to be your last, though? I'm learning. I don't Definitely think so. Not. Oh no! I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, all is well. Um, I think so. To explain the ABSI and now better roles and stuff. Uh, Paige definitely worked out about it. 
Did you increase your strength? Uh, Dex. Oh. Went, sorry, ran about it. <laughs> ran away from his problems and thus worked through them. Did a lot so, of CrossFit, but like exactly. low weight, high impact CrossFit. Low, <laughs> low weight, high rev, high cardio CrossFit. And uh, yeah. Which brings us to what Henry's been doing this whole time. Um, so she was, well, I guess in character now. Um, I was working in the hearth as a dishwasher, and that's kind of boring after a while. Where everybody starts, though. So I learned how to cook. I did it for decades. <laughs> and I get bored easily. Okay? And I get bored easily. You don't wash the dishes. How are people supposed to enjoy your food? Yeah, every day. You wash the goblet. You drink out of the goblet. You gotta wash it again. What's the point? Just throw it away and get a new one at that point. Anyway. <laughs> now we know where global warming and fair rooms coming. Because <laughs> So, you know, instead of washing dishes, I learned how to make delicious snacks and would just bring them to people as they were doing things. Brought some to Naya over at the bathhouse for the ladies. They're probably hungry. So I bring them snacks. She's like, you're basically Faerun Gopuff. <laughs> I bring lovely snacks around the entirety of Candlekeep where I'm allowed. Mm -hmm. And I'm a bit upset that I can't get any further into the rest of Candlekeep because I want to be allowed. But... You just ask any of us, we'll take you into the rest of the Candlekeep. Yeah, but it's the principle of, not, of them telling me I can't go in that I want to go in. So like, you know. I mean, do you even enjoy reading? Depends on the book. Okay. I enjoy good. I enjoy some good like history, oh, especially you, of the Feywild. To be honest, you don't have to enjoy reading to work here because uh, I I read what three four books and all of them were curals and they were because I had to because that's all we were talking about for like a time. I just wanted to know what we were talking about. <laughs> that was kind of you for sure. Enjoy history, a little bit of the Feywild, but yeah, you know, like I like just getting out there and doing stuff. Why well, read about it when I could go do it? Back in my head, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's more fun anyway. Um, but I've also started working out with um, Paige. Uh, oh. We play this fun game called Dimension Door, where I Dimension Door, and he has to tag me before I Dimension Door again. Sometimes it's on top of a building, and he's got to figure out how to get up there. So you guys have been spending a lot of time together. Yeah, working out and stuff. Since Pia left. Yeah, I met her once. She was kind of boring. A little bit boring. I'm not going to lie. She didn't like my snacks. She kind of like, oh, You guys. know, she didn't care for my food either, and that makes me question, because like everyone in Candlekeep, except for Laszlo, loves my food. And, like, Laszlo is, like, vastly weird because of it. The bathhouse ladies keep asking me to come back for more snacks. So, I mean... I don't know what Pia's problem really was. She wouldn't even try them. She was like, mm, those look nice. And didn't even, she said she wasn't hungry. I don't know. Everyone's hungry. I'm hungry. So, I made out of rocks and I get starved. <laughs> Tell me how you all really feel. <laughs> About what? We are. Oh, Oh, hey, Paige. <laughs> I knew you were here the whole time. <laughs> Care for a snack? <laughs> Always. See, I like this one. That's what basically that's all Henry's been doing. Oh, and then she got a cool cloak after the before murder hunt, during murder hunt, after murder after hunt. murder hunt. It's a cool cloak. Well, it's a month before the next adventure, so like at the end. Oh, like okay. Mm -hmm. Now I just wear that everywhere because now I have I'm included. 
<laughs> so we come to our. Do you want to do anything? No, no. Mine was that I was still going okay. on adventures and just making sure. Okay. Okay. Um, we come to any other day with our adventurers gathered in the tavern when a familiar face comes up to familiar you. Familiar face. And Zinni comes up <gasps> and says, "We're not." So they're my um, Zindi comes up and says, um, um, great reader, Avonmore is, is looking for you. She has- Whoa, 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 stop. We haven't seen you in months. Darling, it's so good to see you. <laughs> Take yes, I, 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 we sit her down. We start, like, putting out silverware. <laughs> Do you all just never go into the library? I saw Zindi three days ago. <laughs> it takes a lot to run the hearth. <laughs> We have our weekly lunches. You told me to get hobbies. I have so many hobbies now. <laughs> I'm playing this game, Turtles and Trolls. Have you heard of it? I'm not allowed in the library, so. Um, Transmere is waiting for me, but I just wanted to. Oh, is he a Well, you can have a light stack. Cheese plate, cheese plate. <laughs> the great reader is looking for you, and he needs your help with something. And I, he needed someone he could trust, and I. Thank you. <laughs> I, I assume. <laughs> I, I assumed that you would be a, a, a great group to send. I mean, who else are they going to send at this point? We are the only group to send. <laughs> I'm just saying, if there's another group at Candlekeep, you, if we're available to us, then them. That's why I suggested you. Oh, I just you think the great reader would come to us directly at this point. So. I think it's... Well, I don't think we're that important, dear. Um, and Zindi coming, I think, is a lovely surprise, probably. No, you should come by more often. Huh? Yes, uh, I wanted to see you, but I, I really must leave. I did this for you. <laughs> It's a book cozy. It's a poorly oh. done book. <laughs> it's not poorly done. Ben looked at great work. The sword I made for Kira was beautiful. The first sword I've ever made. <laughs> it's just terribly the paintings that are rough. I haven't done sculptures. this in over a month. I that thing where I run and I jump and so she has to catch me. She'll catch you. Yay. She'll give you a hug and then set you down. So you're going to be available to come with us? No, Jasmine is waiting. I have to get back. No, when you're done with Jasmine, you'll come on the adventure. No. It's been nine months, Cindy. Yes. I, I, I work with the books now. You're so like important. Books. I'm so proud of you. I, it's, I, I miss all of you, but I, I have to be with them. They need to be cataloged and repaired. And, one of these things. Oh, I'm so sorry. Keep losing people to books. Okay. Oh, Kid, oh, you're really right place for such a thing. Come here. Oh, Technical dude. This is a great difficulty, actually. Come on, let's go. Come on. Let's go. Baby, let's go. I refuse. He said. It's so normal. It's fine. He's probably the best one to learn. Apologies, y'all. So, Zinni will bid you farewell, and you will enter into the library of Kinoki. 
And in a room off I'll bring of... the cheese plate. These pickles are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the avowed inside guides you to a room off of a main corridor that has a thick door with an even thicker lock. And inside is one of the great readers, Eli Alvinmore, or Avonmore. Um, and he seems to be pacing in front of a rather shiny book-shaped object on a table. And as you all into the room, he motions to come in and then door. All I'm saying is that when Paige does the brining, he gets little hand furs in it. And it's just great reader Avonmore. Thank you so much for summoning us to this audience. It is kind. Uh, it was it was a great honor to know you thought of us. Yes, um, I I trust Cindy, and she said you were highly recommend those pickles. Yes, I made them myself. <laughs> I'm also looking around because I finally get to be inside the library. <laughs> These are delicious. The Chilton cheese is dinosaur cheese. Which is insane, knowing that they're not mammals, but... Yes. Where does it come? I don't know. In well. a special sack. <laughs> well. I asked you here because we have somewhat of a crisis going on. My son, Siddhar, one of our finest sages, had been studying a particular tome held here in the vaults. You get sucked inside it? And not exactly. It'd be like the seventh time in as many years. I have heard that you guys do seem to vanish into books frequently. It's been a few. Yeah, definitely a few books we've vanished into. Have you guys tried not opening the books that eat you? Uh, you never know until you open it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the carnivorous books are held in a special... The, what? Carnivorous books. Oh, like the Ging books. That was a kind of mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Is this like that Shemshine one you guys always tell me about? No. Say it. Paige, I'll have said it before and I'll say it again. It's a wonder you weren't dead. Paige Winterton's right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll have you just take a look. And he will gesture to a book on the table. As I do my Winterton, I'm like, describe it to me. <laughs> Oh, uh, the book ooh, towards you. Ooh. Honestly, Paige, you should probably look at this because we don't have Zindi with us. Stop my Wittershins. You and Carol are on book duty. Now I see why you said book-shaped object. The book has a cover and spine made of thin crystal sheets with ooh. gems that represent eyes embedded in them. Every so often, the eyes move, shifting the gaze between different locations. Carol will put on his book gloves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to cast protection from good and evil on my boyfriend. <laughs> Can I poke the, an eyeball? Sure. It's a crystal. Ooh, I had to pick sides. Eddie. I'm sorry. I can only concentrate on it one at a time. And I will go ahead and open the book. Uh, the pages books of the the book's pages are edged in protective crystalline finish and filled with a hurried, nearly illegible scroll. Um... Yes, there, there's a note here, and he will open the book towards Cube's the end head. with a note that is sticking out. And, uh, great reader, uh, would you like some tea as I take out my jar? Oh, that, that's some stuff. <laughs> we have 
Unlimited tea jars. <laughs> oh yeah, none. I fought a dead giant for this. <laughs> yeah, I figured about nine-ish or ten-ish months ago when he offered me tea, and it just kept going. <laughs> so he will open the book and soy sauce and, soy sauce. and push it closer towards you. Um, and he will open it to a page near the end um, that's filled with a list of names and like a half dozen different handwritings. Across the top of this page, in the rushed script that fills the rest of the book, is written the legend, Those who have been bestowed the willing sacrifices. You read through the names. You don't recognize most of them. At the bottom of the page is a familiar one, Mayastan Sadara, the mage that Allah just talked about. And also, written across the bottom, are the names Benlin Jabardi, Carol Lore Weaver, Penrin Oldu, Age Salvation, and Naya of the Breath of Life. Is everybody in there too? Well, that's unsettling. Which one have you forged my signature? What, <laughs> what does it say, Carol? We're listed as willing sacrifices. Why am I in a book? Did you sign me up to be sacrifices? I didn't sign you. Dad, Dad. He didn't do it. <laughs> what does so this is what the note says, or is this is what the this book is says? in the book. This is written into the book. What and does the note say? Um, so he leaves a couple more pages to get to the very end, and there is an envelope that is tucked inside of the book, and it bears the seal of the House of the All-Seeing Orb. If anyone would like to roll, yes, please. Uh, would that be like history? Um, or history the... or arcana? This better not be another yeah, the same word. Point of clarity is the page that has our names written on it also covered in crystalline? Or so they're, like they're all edged with crystal. So the entire edged. book is encased, like the cover is crystal. Mm -hmm. And then each page, the edges of the page are like coated in okay. substance. I misunderstood that then. Okay. Paige, would you mind helping me with this? Oh, absolutely. We uh, discussed it first. If you don't want to, I'll assist you. I want to detect magic anyway. I think I have. Wait, I think I have detect magic just as basically a cantrip. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you know that the House of the All Seeing Orb is a temple of Savras in Tashluda, which is the capital city of Tash. It's a fair part of the south. Very far south. Past Joel? In fact, thank you to uh, Jonovic for providing this wonderful map we're about to use. Mm -hmm. And if you will direct your attention to the Sword Coast, mm -hmm. and if you go up to where it says on the yeah. screen, if you go over to the left, to the coast and then go up there's a little line um right there yep that's candle keep okay you are going to the keep going uh, go south keep going keep go to the next peninsula go to your right that little blue right there on the tip uh right there that's Talish. No, no go left more right there that's Talishar. Actually. 
It's across the sea. Yep. Okay, where are we? How did you obtain this book? Ooh. Um, this book was given to us. Um, uh, it came to us about nine months ago. Um, it was wrapped in a yellow cloth that was embroidered with the image of an eye, and it was delivered with a handwritten note as fate wills it by someone named Samru Thal, who we found out as a high priest of Sabras, who is the god of divination and fate. Um, Can I try religion on Sabras? Mm-hmm. Would detect magic help as well? Um, 17. Melting the dark eyes. <laughs> um, Sabrus is uh, was a god of mages and wizards in the service of Mistra, goddess of magic. Um, some say he was once immortal. Um, his holy symbol is creepy as fuck. <laughs> um. Mm. It's a crystal ball covered in eyeballs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, steel. Yeah, he basically is like god of sages and divination and fate and things like that. Or he's associated like oracles with and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um detect magic. I mean, you can do it if you want, but it's it's I'm like this is pretty magical looking. Yeah. Um so he tells you it came from there. Um and because the Avada Candlekeep are very dedicated to preserving the teachers of Alando the Seer, who was supposedly the last great protege of Severus. Um they were very keen to study what they expected something to be about, divinatory arts. Um, but as the contents were revealed, they decided to hold the book in a separate vault and not let anyone read it. But with my 17, Cyrus isn't evil. No, he's lawful neutral. Yeah. Yep. Like he's kind of, like you said, lawful neutral. Mm-hmm. So he's not an evil god. By no. So with the rest of the contents of the book, mm-hmm. it's. So, oh no, that's yeah, it's kind of like um. So, Eli will describe to you that this book is a treatise on dark rituals, mm-hmm. and she tells you how the most recent person reading it, Myasin, came to her clearly bothered by something she'd read, um, and. The book basically describes a ritual, a rituals relating to the creation of a mummy lord. <laughs> uh, one is a unique and horrific process by which a mummy lord's organs, normally stored in sacred canopic jars during mummification, can be magically preserved and transplanted into living humanoids. Uh, the transplant recipients come under control of the mummy lord, either as living supplicants or mindless golems through which the mummy lord can see and speak. The book also hints a ritual that can free a servant after the mummy lord is destroyed, 
but it's kind of Carol. <laughs> and the last book of the page appears to be those who have undergone this right to become among the Lord's servants, but it also includes your names along with my students. Well, I like mummies, but I never signed up to be a mummy lord's servant. How could our names be forged in this book? And to be clear, they're not like in your handwriting or anything. They're in the same handwriting as the rest of the book. And our names were here when you received the tone. Yes. And why are we just now finding out? Because none of us were aware that they were there. All right, that's valid. My stem is the first one to fully read through the entire contents of the book. And he went mad and went missing? They did, yes. Um, just so we're all on the same page. They didn't write their name and then write all of our names, correct? We're thinking this is someone else who volunteered me to be a mummy sacrifice? Well, it's a willing sacrifice, so they're like volunteering us, but we, we have to be willing, right? Right? Yeah, so what right? if I'm not Carol? willing? Does that matter? Does that yeah, matter? I don't have I think there's uh, some complication in the definition of willing. I I would like to have words with whoever wrote my name down to be a mummy sacrifice servant. I hope it's not anyone of Candlekeep, because they might end up with an extra hole to breathe out of. Henry, 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 bring your magic eyes. No, I'm just gonna like, like, are the names themselves have any kind of magicalness to them? The entire book is magical. But what I'm more concerned about is like, are like the names glowing? Is it the whole book is magical, or it's like, is there magic behind our names being in it? Give me a arcana. Ooh, that's a eighteen or no eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty-three. The names don't seem to give off anything different than the rest of the text or anything else in the book. Um, so it's not like Ursula, where like the the signatures are glowing. It's glowing back. It looks the same. There's, it's just all magical, so like it's kind of hard to discern like specifics. But I'm pretty sure it's just it's just all magical. Carol, how do we and break the book? <laughs> I don't think breaking the book will necessarily end curse or wherever our I hands be here means. That right amount of organs inside my body yeah, right now. <laughs> we found the mummy and Would, told him we weren't down for this. Maybe, maybe this might and he pulls the envelope out of the book. I would like to open that and then right. hands it to you. Break and sealed. as you open it, here's a note. When we began this journey, only the oracle of the all-seeing orb, the great Valens Sarnister, had an inkling where it might lead. It is my honor to have been selected as the first donor and recipient. By giving Valen a piece of myself and receiving a piece of her in return, I can help the fate of the world unfold as she has foreseen. It is my honor to protect the oracle in her sanctuary, ensuring that only donors and recipients may visit her. I have no need of the right of reclamation for I believe in the vision and perfection of Valen Sarnister. For clarity's sake, 
I offer this record of the procedures performed on the donors and recipients, whose fates and organs are now bound to the Oracle. May she serve the all-seeing for centuries to come. In transparency, Zemruthal, High Priest of Savras, House of the All-Seeing Orb, Tashlu. My organs are now bound. I don't like that. My organs are bound to my own body. I will yeah. say, this is the first time somebody's told us what we were going to do before. I mean, this is a unique book. I the Alting Orb can see me? Stop. I think that the only clear course of action is to go to Tashluda. How do we get there? And confront the oracles. We are apparently allowed to enter the temple. Their name's here. Oh, that's a good point. We, so we can't have a mummy lord wandering around. Might we procure the use of candle keeps teleportation circles for Tashluda? Of, of course. Um, you, you will check up on mice then, yes? Of course. Mm -hmm. uh, they might, uh, there's no proof, but they might be in danger. If their name is here, then the temple, I think, is the perfect place to begin an investigation. If they can yeah. be saved, we'll save them. That's what we do. Wonderful. And worse comes to worse, I did learn resurrection a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's it. <laughs> My stand has only been gone for a day, but I still fear. Yes. Well, thank you for providing us with this information, especially that our names are involved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think if everybody's ready, I would like to set out for Tashlut immediately. This well, sounds... I'd have to go get my armor, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'll prepare some snacks. Snacks. Wouldn't it be funny if Smith was just there? And by coincidence, we caught up to him. Can oh, I throw no. something at him? having his or or organs transplanted? Oh, that'd be entertaining. I would love that. That's mm. be fun to watch. I would do the transplanting. Mm. Give me a jar. Those are pretty jars. If, you know. So, you guys have time to prepare and do whatever you'd like to do. You do my straps. <laughs> Strap me up, bro. Um, and if you guys are ready, they will set up the teleportation circle. Just point of clarity in case it comes up. Because of the feat I took for taking fourth level ranger, I now take three less damage from bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage. Or well, magical. Uh, well, the feat says it. Um, there's a transition in scenes uh, of each of us, you know, getting ready between me and Benlin's straps, um, Naya kind of flourishing in fire, uh, and then Paige and uh, and Anri uh, chopping. Yes. Um, and Dimension drawing. And then there's <laughs> Making a, pickles. a pan across all of us standing heroically ready to go with the cheese board. <laughs> pickles for the room. I come up to you and I boop you on the nose. I go, our first adventure together. exciting. When you're conscious this time. This will be great. I look forward to that. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me. Um, the pigeon I summoned wanted me to say that it was a pleasure saving you. Well, of course it was. <laughs> and it was a pleasure being saved by that pigeon. Yes. Like snatch. Snatch. Yeah, the name. <laughs> when you think you've got his naming scheme down, he just does something out of left field. No, you it's always what they're doing, and then they're good at it. 
What is confusing Chomp about that naming right? convention? It's not out of left field. It's out of left good. Come on, G. <laughs> He's my Drake, yeah. Yeah, Drake, see? He chomped no, good. That's good. And then what did what did the bird do once it had Naya? It flew really good. Oh, but it, it snatched her first. Yeah, he had to snatch her before he this argument, <laughs> the teleportation circle activate. <laughs> and as we show up in uh <laughs> in Tashalar, Carol's in the midst of going, but you're right, Fluffy Butt, <laughs> showing up as <laughs> okay, but Fluffy Butt was yeah. specifically I, to mess with the dude. <laughs> no, because you messed with me more. I'm still living, and I'm still a fluffy That's herb. a benefit, though. Yeah. All I'm saying is actions have consequences. Fun consequences. Where are we? <laughs> what is Tashluda like? <laughs> you get used to that feeling. Tashluda is the busy port city capital of Tashalar, set between sea, mountains, and jungle. There's a welcoming stopover point for travelers, merchants, and traders in the south. Uh, you would know Tashalar is a land of land known for warm, breezy weather, bright, flowing garments, and spicy, delicious foods. Ooh, it's also famous for the obsession of its citizens that its citizens have for divining the future. Most Tashlutans claim to have some some amount of skill. With Personal prognostication. I walk up to the first food vendor and say, I divine that you're going to sell me your best local cuisine. Do we have money that will work here? Or is it a different money system? Um, food as well. He reaches behind and pulls out a ginormous bowl of something that is steaming. And bright green. I want that. How much? I, mean, I don't understand why you're not saying a price. <laughs> <laughs> don't make her angry. Give her money. I give her a platinum piece give and then take the, the. She grabs it. A palette. Gives you most of your money back. <laughs> and just hands you the bowl. How big is it? Is it like my hand big? It's like or this like a salad bowl? bowl? It's like a large salad bowl. I take my shield off my arm, put it on my back, and I scoop it like a thing of like brownie batter. And just... I'll have some. Is there... <laughs> is there like a spoon with it or like... There's... I have spoons. There's... <laughs> There's also like a flatbread. That's another okay. Yeah, I'll tear off a piece of flatbread and give it a try. And then it's like a rice and then like a Curryish kind of, Ooh, like a green curry, tasty, like bright neon green. I'm gonna ask this now, so I don't, so we don't clap. Should I just get my own bowl? No, it's for everybody. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm already eating out of it. I'm like, okay, Benlin has never been stingy about feeding people. <laughs> um, has your eating? The men look like the men. They are gorgeous. What is this? They are gorgeous, and they range in height, sizes, everything. It's, it's a very diverse population. Are they hobgoblin men? Um, there's a couple, but it's not like the standout. No, oh, okay. Your standout is humans. Oh, okay. Uh, we're in a port town. Spices, spices. While we're here. Okay. <laughs> good call, good call. We're running low on. Diane and Ooh, Paige, hmm. you're in the restaurant business now. There are new spices. We've never been here before. <laughs> um, gentlemen, not interrupt. 
our organs. Oh, after, 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 after. On the way back. On the, we have to come back through here on the way back, right? I'm sure. Why are, okay. Why are the men pretty? <laughs> They're really pretty here. <laughs> they do. The, the, the sun I, here really gives their skin a beautiful glow. It, I'm a little intimidated. Lynn, women, too, you know? It's been a while. <laughs> they are. Benlin slaps his armor covered belly and goes, Can't keep men. Hardy though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, so I think that they met all the candle keep. Paige has bread and some of the soup, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> Go back to eating. As you're enjoying your, we'll call it curry, um, gazpacho curry, and wondering where you're going, uh, you notice a. Massive compound with large towers made of white brick with gold and green and lots of eye shaped motifs. I thought it's it's a temple. People are we have to like break through the jungle or one of the most notable locations in Tashsudo is the House of the All Seeing Orb. Which is an immense compound dedicated to the study of magical divination. I wish to ask a passer buyer if there's an actual orb or if it's just a sigil. <laughs> they don't respond. <laughs> what kind of language is it? Uh, something you don't recognize. <laughs> I got this new thing. She has time to she understands all language. So it sounds like common to you. Okay, but everybody else can't understand it. Perfect. You understand all spoken languages, and any creature that can understand a language can understand what I say. What okay, I so do you say anything to them? Um. So yeah, noticing that they don't seem to respond, I I do try to speak to one. Um, we're new here. Hello, we're new here. We're wondering a little bit about your temple. Uh, it's the that thing. And how long has that been here? It's kind of what your whole town has been built around. <laughs> and <laughs> where are you from? I tell him where we're from, and I kind of try to like smooth them a little bit. Um, I foresee trauma hmm. in your life. Well, and then he walks away. Drama or trauma? Drama. A little bit weird. Are there any animals around? Um, Stop stealing all my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're kind of, this city is like both around, like kind of in a jungle-ish a little bit. Like mm-hmm. there's forests and things around there. So there's like, you can hear like critters going around. There's like birds and stuff flying. There might be like a squirrel jumping around. Okay. But there's not like. Like a stray dog or something. It's a pretty well-kept city. Okay. No animals I could talk to. I mean, there's like, <laughs> there's like animals lounging around, but they're not like running on mushroom. Okay, I want to go to the nearest the animal city. There would be cats. I want to go to an animal <laughs> and I cast speak with animals. Okay. And ask it. Is there an actual orb, or is it just more like a visual? <laughs> like, is there an orb of eyeballs in there? That's an orb. Or round. Like, like a, a ball? ball? Yeah, like a ball. Uh, where? In there. Big, big, tall building. Oh, I can't go in there. Yeah. 
Is that is any is everyone here like think they can see the future? Can you see the future? What's the future? What's gonna happen tomorrow? I don't know. I'll probably wake up and then eat and then uh, run around and maybe chase some stuff and then probably eat some more and then take another nap and then I don't know. She's doing this. Hmm. I'm going to summon a small bird and send it at the temple to see if there's an orb. I'm not like, thoughtfully like, oh. Yeah, that sounds like a charmed life you got there. I'm quite jealous, actually. Is it going look good? good. Yeah. I, it's, look her, it's her. Oh, the bird? <laughs> it's spy good. <laughs> or recondence good, but we spy good for sure. This guy, thank you. Thank you for your service, sir. I will leave you to it. Sounds like our busy schedule. What, no <laughs> treats? I got a pickle. I immediately hand her a animal appropriate treat. <laughs> I got this thing. <sighs> well, he was quite helpful. They were um, quite helpful. You see through your bird's eyes. Um, your bird flies up to the door and cannot get in. Oh, but. Is there like windows or anything? Yeah, there's windows. So I like have a like I'm just trying to get a layout of this place. Um, it's a very large complex. Mm -hmm. It is larger than your bird has the capacity to map out and like relay to you. Okay, I have them for three hours. I mean, if you want to do that, yeah. I mean, my page is not going to wait. Are, are visitors allowed in? Yeah. Like, are we seeing? Like, there are people going in and out. Okay, so oh. I think I'll probably just head in and see what we can observe. Yeah, after a few minutes, like, just go inside. Yeah, so you, Naya, and you should probably take Carol, so yes, you guys have somebody <laughs> he to He makes to. us look smart. <laughs> Except for I can't talk to anybody, so the goodest Naya is here. Well, no, no, with Paige we can talk, we can understand everything that's being said. Uh, if yeah. Naya talks to them, and yeah. Naya tells me, then she tells all of us. Yeah. So we got the chat room. So arriving to the temple courtyard, there is a garden surrounding it, along with several other outbuildings. As we said, the day is warm with a mild breeze, and yellow-robed sages and priests, some carrying tomes or mysterious-looking magical devices, bustle about the immense compound. The largest building from the picture is patterned with inscribed eyes. And a larger, more detailed eye is carved above the building's main door. We'll show that again. Well, we can hardly just ask random people if they're no. using a mummy lord. We could, we could ask to speak with the oracle. Is what information people? do we specifically have? He said he was a priest, but... It... Well, we're looking for... What was his name? But I don't think... Yeah, I think he left here to go to this other person. So I think that we should ask to speak with the Oracle or with Zemru, who wrote the letter, uh, and then see if we can find out if they have information on our missing... I keep wanting to say Mentat. That is a Dune thing. <laughs> um, what was the name of the Candlekeep person? Myasin. Uh, and ask if they know about Myasin and see about getting our names as well as theirs removed from the book. Can I ask my patron if he knows anything about this Oracle? I forget that I have a god in my head. Why would you want to see the future? Because I want to know if I'm going to die or not. No, you got to live every moment okay. in the moment. You need to tell us, are you wrong. saying it out loud? And how much of My the pieces are out loud. Oh, Nothing okay. else is. It's a one-sided phone call. Is this normal? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not. Very I don't want to die, but like, it's like I really want that orb. If we're gonna go in there, look, you gotta just go with the flow. Okay, it's gonna work out. It's gonna be a fun time. You're right. Like, I don't understand why you're like namely pambling around. You know what? You got a point. We're going inside. All right, party on. To be fair, though, she does party have on. a god. <laughs> you were nailing party, party on. on. <laughs> <laughs> that is how Pan signs off. Um. So. You guys approach the temple, ascend the steps. As you enter, several priests are present in the temple, all with a third eye tattooed on their foreheads, and all wearing simple yellow robes belted at the waist with a sash. Many carry elaborately carved and decorated staffs. Some are at work sweeping or scrubbing the temple's floors, while others gaze into scrying bowls or scrutinize tea leaves. Do they have keys? Are there locked doors? Despite the elaborate exterior of the temple, the interior of the temple is very simple, containing only an altar, modest living quarters, a kitchen, and a dining area that you can see from open doors. So as we're approaching priests, I'm going to make sure my Shantea symbol and like my sash of LaRue are like visible. (laughs) The building's only noteworthy feature is its reflecting pool. In the middle, which is filled with holy water. There's no map, so we're there to find this. Um, the priest who sits at the largest table. <laughs> the priest who sits at the largest table has her tattooed eye decorated with gemstones. Her dark green hair is close cropped with a mark shaved into it that matches a sigil on her cherry wood staff. Ooh, she's got a pick. She. And just she sounds cool. Okay. She looks up towards you. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't have a pick, I'm sorry. No. Um, she looks up towards you, she pours from a steaming pool of tea. Oh, more visitors from Candlekeep. Most delightful. I trust that your journey was not too taxing. Oh, you've encountered many Dax. Mendax? What is the guy's name? More Dak. Maya Stan. But not Maya He. Or Maya. Oh my god, that you're making it worse. Why would you do that? What is it? Maya Stan. We stand Maya. Maya It's not Naya. We are all big fans of Maya Rudolph, so we have Maya Stan. Okay. Can we make Maya Stan Maya Rudolph? <laughs> you can't go rename this poor I'm soul who no, 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 it's still my stamp, but it's played by my. Oh, <laughs> it's so good to meet you. I love everything that's going on here. Oh, thank you. So, you've encountered my stamp from Candlekeep? Yes, uh, she arrived yesterday. Did you know we were from Candlekeep? She looks around She's very at all of the people with third eye tattoos, the giant reflecting pool. All of the like crystal orbs and like <laughs> eye motif everywhere, and it's like and Benlin <gasps> waits for her to answer. Foreseen. <laughs> Mentally in the chat room, Paige goes, mm, "Let the record stay that I don't like it here." Yes. That is. We should be. So interesting. I, I would love to know if you wouldn't mind telling us um, what you foresaw in our visit. Can we take a? Not a timeout, timeout, but like, okay, so we live in Faerun. Divination magic is like a school of magic. Should we be feeling like these people are crazy? Or should we be like, oh, okay, this is normal? 
So a lie would have given you kind of like a rundown. Mm-hmm. This is like a thing. Like their culture is like based on divination. But like that's what like Rio in the real world. If you go to a country like that, you're expecting there to be a bunch of people who are trying to trick you and like lying and stuff. But like they, these characters live in a world where yes, you can actually cast a spell to see the future. Yeah, and that's where I'm like trying to get my head at. So they like believe that they can actually do it. Yeah. Yes, and like they can because like that's possible in Faerun. Like divination is possible. They have dedicated their lives to perfecting that. To chronicling it, kind of like Alondo the Seer does or did. So these are wizards. They're magic users. Okay. Who specialize specialize in divination. Okay. They can't. They can do other things besides that, but like, this is their culture. Okay. And like they, this is like a prominent thing. Like most people, even if they're not magic users, like ascribe to the belief that they can see the future in whatever capacity. Like tarot and stuff yeah. like that. It says it right here in the guidebook. Most citizens, even if they are not magic users, believe they have some ability to see the future. <laughs> like tarot or tarot yes. or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Dice, whatever. Because I just, like, I was going into it super suspicious, but, like, to be honest, there wouldn't necessarily be a reason to be suspicious of mm-hmm. that because we... The candle key probably has diviners. Oh, yeah. And they're probably weird, like these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only weird children all live here. Seeing the future always makes interacting with the present a little complicated. Don't disagree. You have such a way with words. What spices do I prefer as I'm leaving town? <laughs> Are you what? I don't understand. Oh, he asking the the priestess. What spices? Yeah, I'm going to buy spices when we're leaving. And I just, it would help to like cut down which spices like I prefer. I'm sure you Sweetie, can let me give you an overview of this. It's not always at will, and it's not what is the answer to this question. It's I feel that this thing is going to happen or will happen. So you're not going to answer my question. Turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> You can get a That's an orange one. She was stalling while she waited for it to come. Loading, loading, loading. And like all the restaurant people are like, ooh, turmeric. <laughs> um, so, oh, go ahead. No, yes. no, no. I'm going to derail. No, okay. Um, so, if, if you don't like derail, do you never derail? <laughs> no, go. <laughs> Did you foresee uh, a positive visit? Something... I just foresaw that you would right. visit our temple. Fair. And that we would be from Candlekeep. Well, obviously. Hey, question for you, since you can see the future and everything like that. Um, you ever heard of, like, things showing up in books that shouldn't be in books? Like uh, names or something crazy like that? Of people who don't want their names in books. I don't know how that would happen. Okay. Well, so, okay. I mean, it's kind of like how you knew he, we were coming today. It's somebody who's claiming to see what's going to happen, wrote our name in a book. Uh, someone's name in a book. <laughs> Good save. So, so if someone signed me up for something that I didn't want to do, do I still have to do it, even though they signed me up and said I wanted to, but I, they didn't tell me about it? Like a weekend usually, trust building. Usually there's an unsubscribe button. For- 
Okay. Um, but did she have a name? Hypothetically. <laughs> yes. As you are talking, she will wave you guys over to a low table with like settees and pillows, and she will pour you all some tea. Detect poison. <laughs> I immediately just start drinking. And then she will call to some other priests working around and call for fine wines, pastries, and other finger foods to be laid out. Um, and she will introduce herself as Sheer Endilion. Sheer Endilion, this is a beautiful presentation. We are appreciative of your hospitality, but we would love to speak with Mayastan if they're still here. On instinct, I start serving everybody. I immediately start eating. I would love to show you some of my skills. I come from body work. I would love to show you some of my skills. I think that some interesting times might be in our future. <laughs> um, We're staying the night at some point. <laughs> I, I would love to let you speak with Maestan, but she's not here anymore. What do you mean? She went to speak with Valen and has not returned yet. Where is Valen? Valen is in Valen's sanctum? Oh, well, of course. Is that sure. here or? No, she lives alone. In the jungle? No, necessarily. She has her own realm, domain, oh, place that she... Demi-plane? Is it in a book? What would it be in a book? He's a little They're long story. Oh, those people. I've been having visions for weeks of people walking into books. Oh, finally. No, she does not live in a book. To be honest, most of the time we just kind of appear in the book understand where you're coming from it's like an itch you just can't scratch yes yeah. do you see the future it's the worst no oh. <laughs> but it's like when you you know you get a lyric and it's perfect but it's oh like, it's, it's like when yet. you see the ground and you can see the boulder deep underground before <laughs> you start carving it sure <laughs> did you say boulder the climb line is right there <laughs> so, how can we find this, this Saren? Valen. Valen. Um, Too much as the dragon? I think so. She can be. You can visit her. Um. However, it would be best to discuss what you're doing here first. Well, where did my stand want to go? Is it that? Um, we'd be happy to discuss what we're doing here, if it is helpful. Coriander. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. We're following a bit of a mystery. Mystery? Thanks. There was a book brought to Candlekeep that discussed some divination rituals uh, and uh, the creation of a life everlasting, so to speak. Uh, it discussed willing sacrifices to be made, and Maya Stan's name was in the book, as well as uh, uh, names of others that we are very close to, that are not, to our knowledge, willing sacrifices. 
Mental in the letter too. There's names in the letter. There wasn't there weren't other names in the letter, just the name Valen and Zemru. Oh, was the letter written by Valen? It was written by Zemru, but in service of Valen. Is this mentally or yes. mentally? Um that sounds disturbing. Oh, we found it very disturbing. I mean we traveled halfway across the world to investigate it. We're just really hoping that Valen can help clear it up and perhaps remove the names of those unwilling for the sacrifice. I don't want my organs taken. Or at least explain if it's a hoax of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yes. If I have to have my organs taken or not. I'll stop worrying. I mean, we would love for this all to be a misunderstanding, prank from one of the avowed. <laughs> they don't have a sense of humor. Well, I mean, no, they really don't. Yeah. <laughs> one other person has contact with Valen regularly, but Zemru hasn't been here once. Do you know where this um, Zemru would have gone, perhaps? He went to visit Valen and has been studying with her for almost eight months now. Is there any chance we could see Zemru's old quarters? Maybe his notes, what he was working on? I suppose, yes. Well, but it sounds like there's not necessarily a hindrance to seeing Valen, either. Not necessarily. Well, it seems like people go to visit her and then disappear. Mm-hmm. Not disappear either. Not that bad. Who hasn't disappeared? Can I insight her? She seems to be. Is she trying to keep something from us? Give me insight. Or can I help? Yep. Um. And she kind of pulls back and seems to be thinking, and then she looks at Benlin. Do you want to do it? <laughs> okay. So, um, twenty-five. She kind of pulls back and is thinking, and then she looks directly at you. Mace. Mm. A good spice smells terrible. Oh, is that a spice? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it's for spices. Sorry. Um, she seems like she's telling you the truth, everything she's told you. She's not necessarily holding anything back. She just doesn't know what is helpful. And there may be some things that she's not directly touching on because doesn't seem like it's out of animosity or anything like that. It's things that she doesn't feel comfortable talking about because she doesn't feel comfortable. I will take the letter out of my, you know, jacket pocket mm-hmm. and perhaps this will help clear things up a little bit and I'll hand it over to her. Uh, mental chat room while Hank is reading. Um, I think we're getting the wrong. No one actually knows the future. No one actually knows what's going on. What do we do? Not so badly for her to be good. So I would really love to sleep with her later. To be honest, she seems to be on the straight and narrow. Would you agree? That green hair, it's really doing it for me. Focus, Naya. <laughs> <laughs> Her eyeballs jeweled, it's pretty. This is 
Where did you get this? It was in a book that was brought to Candlekeep. That contained the names that are the reason we're here. Mm-hmm. The book had a similar motif to your temple, actually. Our names. It's... This is not Cyrus's work or domain. And this is not something that should be here. I don't know why Zemru would have sent this book to Candlekeep. I don't know why he has anything to do with this. He, this is not like him. When was the last time you saw Zemru? Eight months ago? It seemed, based on the letter, that it was at the behest of Valen. She is seen as a great sage of our time and has been left to her own devices so that we mortals do not influence her divinatory abilities and based, that might have been a mistake based on the letter it seems that of those allowed to have contact with Valen, we would be part of that list. list. Do you know the other names in the book? We do. Do we bring the book? I would Did they let us there. take it? Mental screenshot. Uh, go ahead near here and take some screenshot. I'm assuming someone wrote them down. Yes. Kira would have. Okay. Kira absolutely would have. Kira would have known that we wouldn't have been allowed to take it. I touched the boss. Because you gave Josh that weird straw. I've been staring at it. It's like, is it a floppy straw or a straw? It's an erect straw versus a flaccid straw. My compulsion is making goes even soft or hard. Maria just left the intrusive flat wind. Uh, so you guys give her the names in yes. the book? Um, is her name on that list? My stand? Good question. Zakor Saren Saradius Souls around Um Demru Alessia? These these people all came to see I have not met this ballad, so why is my name in there? Well, we are here to see them. Don't know. I guess. But none of these people have turned to our knowledge. Because they're dead. So, I don't mean to, like... Sorry. Yeah, we're playing into the trap. Self-fulfilling prophecies. (laughs) Well, I don't mean to be a judgment of how you run your temple, but, like, several pilgrims have come to you and then see see one person and they're all disappeared without a trace and no one thought, oh, hey, this is a problem. (laughs) You have a solid To be entirely fair, it's very clear that everything here is based around the study of divination and... Zenru has spent eight months studying with Valen, so if they've gone and been... They arrived recently and they haven't been gone for a year or something, it's not really an alarm that would be raised. The unicorn is dear to you, yes? Yes. Would anyone think anything of it if you were to 
seek an audience with LaRue and be gone for three months? Yes, very much so. <laughs> Clearly your friends, however, any other temple, what if you were basking in the wooded forest under her tutelage? Benlin doesn't bask. I'm sorry, you're all being very difficult. I agree with the group <laughs> that if there's a devotee going to study with an oracle, it's very reasonable for them to be gone for a certain amount of time. I will say. Like, how long have these people been gone for? I they will, said recently. Listen, if these names months. have shown up in the book, and it is some weird self-fulfilling prophecy nonsense, maybe when we go see Valen, she, she convinces us that we should give up our organs and we go wow that's a great idea and then boom our names are in the book because we were going to agree in the future so all we have to do is not agree and then maybe we'll come back i don't know if you understand how this adventuring things work usually i just do this by myself and whatever happens happens i hate to break this to everybody myself. we're going to have to go see Palo. yeah but do we just have to not agree to have our organs yes. harvested? Yes. That's all. And then maybe I don't even know if my organs would be compatible with like another person's. Well, they're just going to sit in jars and be all pretty. I think. I, don't know, I just I feel like if people. you put a human's lung inside of my stone body, it wouldn't not work right. Well, you know what I mean. I was a general humanity. <laughs> not a robot. <laughs> not a girl. So, would you. Are you. You want to see Valen, don't you? We, we can yeah. kind of have to. Just hold point. your resolves. That's all I'm saying. Don't be convinced. She. Perhaps we should cast Mind Shield. Ooh, good point. Mind blank. Mind blank. <laughs> she thinks for a few seconds, closing her eyes, and then she nods to herself. And then she stands up and looks at all of you. Are you ready? Hi, hi, Captain. Sure. Uh, could we have taken sorry. a short... It would it be this plausible? Been, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Hi, are hi, you, Captain. Are you ready? Yeah, hi, hi, Captain. Oh. <laughs> Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Teach the back Follow me outside. Um, Oracle. <laughs> she leads you through the temple where you see many more nondescript rooms, um, lots more eye motifs, no orbs. Um, no orbs to ponder. No, no orbs, orbs to ponder. There are quite a few reflecting pools, but no orbs to ponder. Um, Wait, can I talk in the chat room? Can, or mm -hmm. you just you? In the no. chat room, I'd like to say, um, if we see that orb with the eyeballs, I'm taking it. Just fair heads oh, up. My. I want it. I mean, you're going to have to figure that out with Paige. <laughs> you can help me, but I'm calling dibs on the eyeball orb. As a general oh. rule, everything that's stolen, Paige gets dibs. Uh, but I get dibs now. <laughs> what are you saying mentally? <laughs> Paige. Mentally. Um, <laughs> that is, if it exists and is here, a high holy symbol of this massive temple complex. Yep. Might I recommend against removing it? Show some respect. It's still in the mental chat room. Fine, a lesser holy symbol. 
I see what happens when you attach to objects. Perhaps a piece of chalk. You remember when you tried to steal that apple off of my Shantea shrine, and I put you in a box for the rest of the day? <laughs> We're all saying this to Paige because we don't totally know how to interact with Henry. <laughs> like Paige didn't really do anything, but none of us are like I don't want to like slap Henry's lips. Right? So, like... I also don't know if I'm serious yet or not. I successfully stole chalk from the dragon. I don't see what the problem is. Just chalk, really? That's all you did. You weren't there, you weren't there, you weren't there. I don't know, I'm just saying. I'm excited. <laughs> follow this lovely priestess. Uh, behind, she leads you outside. Ryan, if you could stop narrating what you're going to do to her in the chat room, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make any promises. Spicy. Um, she leads you out the other end of the temple, uh, behind it is a nondescript and locked shed. Mm. Um, outside of the shed are four acolytes, one on each corner, that seem to be just staring off into the distance. Uh, Sheer pulls a key out of her bosom. Oh. Um, and oh. <laughs> unlocks the door and Opens it. You and that's where we'll take. Oh, actually, we're going to go two more minutes. All right. Two more minutes. Um, it's a Opens the door, and you see some rusty garden tools and a sack of grain. You, you want me to go in a shed that you're totally going to probably kill me in? Who is taking care of these tools? <laughs> like, Benlin immediately is offended. <laughs> so sorry. You really don't. Have none of you been on an adventure? I said it in high mortis. <laughs> Benlin, make me a perception check. Twenty-five. As you run into the shed, to Look at the tools. You feel a trap door underneath your feet as you stomp around. Trump, trump. If you will direct your eyes to the floor, there is a door down. I pull it open before she says it. The portal to Valen's sanctum is down there. I shrug and say, party on, and jump into the portal. What? <laughs> what is party on? And I jump after her. What is party on? <laughs> There's, uh, it is a stone walled well full ladder. So you jump down into water. Okay. Um, I may be like half ladder, half jump. Okay. <laughs> At the bottom, you turn to see a 40 foot square chamber whose walls and floors are worked stone. As you get down, I hope. Oh, thank you. I was like, just to do, what do I, I don't do stone, you do stone. <laughs> no, just like, as you got to the bot. Yeah, after they jump in, Carol very gracefully just climbs down the line. <laughs> On the opposite wall from the opening is a massive, swirling ellipsoid of blue and white light edged by translucent crystals with flecks of green, from across the room, this portal resembles an enormous 
And that's where we end tonight. Ooh. Uh, as you get to the bottom of the, the ladder, I raise the floor above the water. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. I didn't want to get these wet. <laughs> so, I go down last and I hopefully get directions to her. Whoops. You get Promise the room to call her later. <laughs> she gives you like a little note that says, sprinkle this dust and I'll reveal her location. Oh, I like your style. Did you go down the well or did you want She sashays away. I definitely went down the well. You went down the well? He's clinging to the ceiling. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for joining us for this first episode of The Canopic Being. I know what adventure I'm running. Um, as always, it was a pleasure. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, and if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, anything, Discord, YouTube, email, website, however you want Carrier Pigeon, Facebook, um, and I forgot to pull the patrons. So it's Sparky, Dossyvid, Daniel, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, Rockleman, Death's Grasp, Rio's mom, Duke Rellin, Taco Arcana, Taco Arcana, and Sparky. And Meepo. Um, and yeah, congrats, Sparky. We love you. She had the baby. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll come up with a tagline. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Um.